On today's podcast, you'll find crickets, diarrhea, and a game show called The Fat Guy Feud that I finally, finally debuted for you guys. And it was a lot of fun, actually, was CJ. It? Are you lying to me? I'm not lying to She's you. She's not lying, and neither will your ears. <laughs> it's stupid. That was uh, I don't silly. know how that makes <laughs> any know. sense. It doesn't, but you can hear that and more coming up on today's podcast. Make sure to follow us at CJ Morgan Show. Like, subscribe. Punch that subscribe. Punch that button. Hit that. You got to I hate YouTubers, man. God damn it, I hate him. Oh, we do have a video on YouTube of uh, the game we played earlier. FatGuyFeud101x.com slash CJ. Punch that. Hit that subscribe. Knock that sub. What do they say, Emily? What do the kids say? Mash that subscribe button. Like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe. That's it's just nicer. as simple as that. Okay. We were somewhere around Barstow on the edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold. All right. Ready? You're gonna need plenty of legal advice before this thing is over. Oh, yeah. As your attorney, I advise you to rent a very fast car with no top. Mm-hmm. And you'll need the cocaine. Tape recorder for special news. I'm did someone rat me out to to the bosses or something like that? Did some did something happen here? Did I uh, did I screw up and now I'm in trouble? Uh-oh. All right. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't me. Nose goes. Did y'all see that uh, email we got recently about our uh, new employee handbook? I did see that. So I haven't read it. I no. opened it, and before I even got into the handbook, I noticed two things were laid out. Uh, it said, just a reminder, like, no vaping in the building. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then it said... I didn't know uh, we weren't allowed to, actually, so... And then it said, no sick dogs. Huh. Oh. So, like, those are both pointed at me, right? No. Like the vaping. Uh, I always vape. Probably the vaping part. Maybe the got, vaping we've part. We've got plenty of dad, or sorry, doggy parents here. So Yeah, but the sick dogs. It said no sick dogs. You do always tend to have the sick and dogs. Mr. Yeah, Mr. President was always coughing and hacking, but that's because mm-hmm. he had a heart issue and his enlarged heart was pressing on his lungs. Not because he was sick. I feel like they're attacking me. I feel like someone was like, CJ brings his dogs. Is it because they saw the cone on uh, pepperoni? It might be. So, yeah, I look like I had Miles at first, who was paralyzed. He was very sick. And then I had Mr. P, who already looked sick before he actually had a heart issue. And now pepperoni with her cone. What if this is a hey, fellow kids type thing and that means sick in a different way? Like, like your, your badass dogs. I did we can't think, have your cool dog bully our <laughs> other uncool dogs. I did think about photoshopping pepperoni on a skateboard and being like, you mean this sick dog? <laughs> and replying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it also says you can only bring your dog once a week. What? So... Why are we doing this? Why do we have that? Here's the deal. CJ, you don't have to sign it until a certain date. So So it doesn't count. Here's why you have these things, Emily. It's so if something happens at work, the employer can say, well, the employee knew better. We made him sign it. It's a lawyer thing. It's all a liability lawyer thing. It's not. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Also, you don't have a dog. Why do you care? I like wanna, seeing the dogs. You want to see the dogs. I come to work so that I can get my dog fixed so that I don't feel like I need to get a dog. Smart call. It's the same as why I let all of my friends get pregnant. Yeah, you're allowed to get pregnant so by go, me <laughs> so that I can hang out with your kid and then give it back to you when it poops. <laughs> That's the same thing. Love, genius. Love doing that with my nephew. Uh, I read a little more. The The dog thing is it's everything I violate. Uh, uh, they need to be on a leash at all times. Oh. They need to be under their owner's control. 
control. Uh, they need <laughs> no. to be within their owner's visibility. Oh, no. no. Sometimes no. they just disappear running off. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. See, this is where I'm totally hypocritical about dogs because usually I would agree uh, because other dogs annoy me, but my dogs don't annoy me. But well, I realize yeah. they how annoy dog other people. Owners are. Also, they're tiny dogs, so it's not like they're re- going to scare anyone. But you still, some that. people are you just scared know. of dogs. Some I'm, people have upbringings where they've been attacked by very vicious dogs. That are small. Chihuahuas can be mean. Exactly. Uh, and That's dogs. traumatizing. So if they see one of that beautiful little pepperoni cutting around the corner, it's going to traumatize yeah, somebody. That's ah. true. What about my vaping? Did you rat me out, Spencer? Uh, I wouldn't. I didn't. Like I said earlier in this segment, I didn't know that I was, we were not even allowed to do that because I used to do it a year or two ago when I was vaping. So no. Plus, I love the pleasant pomegranate smell or whatever that is. Yeah, it's, he uh, frequently well, walks in and says, "Ooh, it smells so nice in here." It's cool mint. Uh, well, th- th- to be fair, tell. that's also my. It's either the Ben Gay I'm rubbing on myself or <laughs> my cool mint vape. You just always have smelly smells. Listen, I I just feel outed by this, but to be fair, it is kind of a D move to walk around vaping. I get it at your own space, but I forget because I'm a fairly new to the vape game. Yeah, I so, mean, was there a clause in the uh, handbook that said? You can't go around just scratching your dinger. No and dinger claw. So maybe you all right. You'll so be fine. Maybe it wasn't about me. The dinger's safe. Uh, I also just noticed that I'm. This is supposed to be private, and I'm not supposed to talk about it. But I haven't signed it yet, so so <laughs> it doesn't count, right? <laughs> Oops, my bad. Three billion human lives ended on August 29th, 1997. It's the end of all humanity. Paul Rudd becomes a heartthrob and Apollo goes out in the ring. It's what happened this week in fiction. That's right. This week in fiction, a lot of crap happened. And let's start with that. Creed. When you think of Creed, Emily, what do you think of? Creed. With arms wide open. What about the guy from The Office, Creed? We're talking about Apollo Creed, Creed, the boxer who died in the ring on this day in history. It was an exhibition fight against Ivan Drago. They wouldn't throw in the towel. Wait. If he dies, he dies, and he died in the ring in the movie Rocky IV, August 31st, 1985. So it's not Rocky. It's not Rocky. It's Creed. But But why is there a Creed movie? Because Creed is Apollo Creed's son. So there's two Creeds, one Rocky. There's Apollo Creed, who's the dad of Creed, who later on was featured in the movies Creed, and then there's Rocky, who's oh Rocky Balboa. Okay, okay, okay. I don't and this care. was in Rocky IV. I don't care. It's all confusing. They'll just hit each other. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. August 30th, 1982. We have your woman. She still lives. The scariest movie I remember watching as a kid, uh, Children of the Corn. Uh-huh. Oh. On the first day of her yeah. 19th year, Mary Wells was sacrificed to he who walks behind the rose. Very, very freaky. And even scarier, knowing our doom is coming, not at the hands of zombies, vampires, other humans, but of a Corn. mushroom fungus. Oh. Mushroom a fungus? A mushroom fungus. Uh, in the movie, the or in the television show, The Last of Us, this day, August twelfth. I'm sorry, August 29th, Bill and Frank shared their last meal together. August 29, 2023. If you find this, please do not come into the bedroom. 
We left the window open so the house wouldn't smell. It would probably be a sight. I'm guessing you found this, Joel, because anyone else would have been electrocuted or blown up by one of my traps. <laughs> anyway, I never liked you, but still, it's like we're friends, almost, and I respect you. So I'm gonna tell you something because you're probably the only person who will understand. I used to hate the world and I was happy when everyone died, but I was wrong because there was one person worth saving. That's what I did. I saved him, then I protected him. That's why men like you and me are here. We have a job to do. And God help any mother who stand in our way. Such a Aww. impactful yeah. episode of that television I show. I got emotional watching that again, trying to find the so audio. So many Aww. things. I mean, you had yeah. uh, two, you had a gay couple in an action video game television show. The yeah. episode was essentially about their lives together. It yeah. was apocalyptic. Like and mask men, too. It, masculine men. It, it mm -hmm. felt somewhat uh, important, uh, even though it wasn't a part of the main building of the rest of the story. I, it was I, one no, of the yeah. best episodes of The Last of I Us. Do, it's almost like a slice of life of people having to live you know, yeah. in those times, but I also know that there was a lot of people in the uh, queer community or LGBTQ uh, that watched it and didn't watch any of the rest of the show really because it it was just something they heard about, and it's something yeah, it's that meant a lot to those people. Connected with yeah, them, and that's yeah. that's amazing that we have media like that these days. Uh, August 29th, nineteen seventy six. Also, uh, happy birthday to Dom. <laughs> I don't have friends. I got family. From Fast Dom? and the Furious. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Uh, today was his birthday in the movie. Happy birthday, Dom. <laughs> and remember, Emily. Happy birthday. Remember, Emily. I don't have friends. I got family. Family. He has family. Is what it's all about. Oh. And on this day in history as well, August 28th, Cher screwed up the case files, but more importantly, it led to a twist in the movie and a romantic relationship with her stepbrother, Josh. What happened to the August 28th files? Hmm? What? Mel wanted them tonight. There were twice as many. I divide them into two piles. Is, is that wrong? Oh, my God. I have to redo all that. What are you, some kind of idiot? Hey, she didn't know. That was Paul Rudd, and that movie Ooh. was Clueless wow. with Alicia Silverstone, and Paul mm. Rudd became a heartthrob in that film. Every girl I went to high school or middle school with was in love with Paul Rudd's character He's from just that film. So simple and so sarcastic Sweet. and nice, but then also an a-hole, but at the right times. Only weird thing, it is step her stepbrother. It is her stepbrother. Uh, and I let's go like back that. to the most important date that happened in fiction this week, the end of humanity. Human decisions are removed from strategic defense. Skynet begins to learn at a geometric rate. It becomes self-aware at 2.14 a.m. Eastern Time, August 29th. In a panic, they try to pull the plug. Skynet fights back. Skynet became self-aware on this day and launched the nuclear attack on Russia, who then countered on the United States in the movie Terminator 2, the greatest of all Terminators, one of my favorite action films, maybe one of my favorite movies as a kid. I think that's the only Terminator that I've ever watched, so yeah. I did it right, That's right? fine with you, yes. They've been yes. trying to recapture that magic ever since. It's they just sad. couldn't. And the money yeah. they spent on that and the liquid molten guy, like Dude, everything yeah. they did was groundbreaking. There was James a Cameron in his prime was definitely in the 80s and 90s, man. Excellent. Amazing. He just took sequels and like made them way better. Like, Which is crazy. Awesome. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen too often these days. No. It does not. And we miss it. And we miss all those three billion lives that died on this day in history. 
fictional history, of course. I know the date it happens. I'm sure it feels very real to you. On August 29th, 1997, it's going to feel pretty real to you, too. Do you need more crap? Well, if you do, I've got an app for you. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Internet things on the radio. It's the app with more crap. We'll call it crap. (laughs) C-R-A-P-P. That's fun. That's a good app name. (laughs) Emily, tell us about the new app for the crap that we have too much of. Well, it's called Timu. Um, Basically, have you heard of Shein? Before uh, yes. the singer Edward Sheenan, close. Um, it's, it's another one of those crap apps. What about Wish? Do you remember Wish? Yes, Wish, Wish the cheap furniture where they thought they were trafficking kids. No, that's somewhere different. No, that was Wish. I think. No, it was not Wish. It w- but it, it, yeah, Wish it, is if you want to order a crap version of something else. Where they were doing the meme about the Wish version. Yes, Point being, yes, Timu. Yes. Okay. How about this? Do you remember eBay? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, my dad used eBay. Okay. Or Alibaba or anything where they sell stuff that comes from China. Well, there's a brand new app that everybody on the internet is raving about called Timu. And like I said, if you have been through the eBay phase, the Wish phase, the Shein phase, it's all the same. Wait, wait, wait. These are, phase- these are phases people go through? Yeah. I mean, it's just something where like, I feel like a new generation of people oh. realize Discovering that- a new way to sell stuff. Dis- well, it's not selling. A discovery a new way to buy things from China off of the internet <laughs> and in like these Damn wholesale you, kind of things. But the issue is now that we're in 2023 land, um, websites like Timu, people are finally starting to question, oh, is this company legit? Like, is this company t- trying to take my money? Do they have good uh, labor, you know, work Practices. rules? Yeah, Practices. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and where's it coming from? Let's say China. From? Huh. China, 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 China. So it's coming from China. Yeah, it's or all coming Taiwan, from China. Philippines. And that's why it's so cheap is because it's just manufactured overseas and then they're sold at significantly low prices. And if you want to buy this specific thing, it's going to take 15 days for it to ship. 15 business days yeah. for it to ship and if show up. If you buy a shirt overseas, make sure you get two sizes larger than what you're yeah. supposed to. My, my buddy used to do <laughs> yeah. that. He liked buying their sort of knockoff Gucci shirts that have like a misprint and stuff. Yep, but there's it. definitely different sizes <laughs> over there. So I wanted to play a game with you because like I said, I've been there, done that. I'm going to tell you, don't buy things off of this. Uh, to be preachy, when I was in college, I wrote an entire paper about fast fashion and the effect on the environment. Emily, we just it's lost bad. the Timu account. They yeah. were about to be my latest oh, advertiser. dang it, dang oh, it. Well, how about this? Why don't we play a game real fast? I'm going to read a description of one of these items from Timu and you're going to have to tell me how much you think it costs to buy. All right, let's do the Timu game with some Timu music. All right, this first one we have eyebrow trimmer, scissor with comb, lady women, men hair removal, grooming, shaping, stainless steel, eyebrow remover, makeup tool. $5.99. $3.87. All right, so that's one for Spencer right there. I went over still. Yes. Next up, I'm going to say this in one breath. Breathable adjustable chicken harness with leash, perfect for ducks, geese, and other poultry pets. Oof. Dollar twenty-five. Two fifty. Two eighteen. Oh, oh, oh man, that's crazy. That is. Uh, it's really funny. Look, that, 
You can take your chicken out on a walk. Who has a as chicken? You sh- as you should. <laughs> These chickens deserve exercise. I guess I guess so. So if you need a chicken harness, harness I guess you can get it on TV. Imagine Timu. someone at the park just like, your chicken's misbehaving. You're like, no, stop it. Bad, chicken. Bad chicken. Okay, we'll you do. You gotta beat the cock. <laughs> These last two. Oh, wait. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Well, what if it's just a head, probably? So that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. These last two are specifically for you, CJ. I feel like this might be something you would buy or at least look at. So here we go. In one breath, upgraded version gravity sensing lightsaber, two in one, fifteen color metal laser sword, rechargeable toy, party glow sword, Halloween and Christmas gift for boys and girls. Uh, ten ninety nine. Oof. Uh, yeah. I wanted to say something around that range. Eleven, twelve ninety nine. All right, it's Spencer again. It's twenty four forty eight. I almost went with thirteen, but wow, this is the most expensive. The thing most expensive thing is the number Timu five so best seller, and it's like the least useful. You can't walk your chicken with a lightsaber. No, you, you can't. can't clip your fingernails with a lightsaber. No, or whatever that other first thing was. But they do have a video of somebody running the lightsaber over in a car, and, and again, it still works. <laughs> what this is, it's a Emily essentially said every few years yeah. there's a new. China app or website like yeah. Wish or this is Timu that basically does just that wholesales products for really really cheap yep. and they're always pretty bad quality. Uh, Wayfair was the other one I was thinking Wayfair. of for furniture. Yeah. Yes. Uh, go ahead, give us the last one. All right, final one. This is a mix of something that me and you like. CJ, we've got men's casual and letter meow wars graphic crew neck t-shirts wow. casual sport tees for spring summer. Now this is a pack of t-shirts or one it's t-shirt. Just one single t-shirt that says Meow Wars and it has two kittens who are fighting with lightsabers. This has to be more expensive than other stuff just because they want to make the shirt look somewhat nice. Uh, $13.99. Okay. Mm, I was going to say 99 cents. Ooh, it is six twenty-three. Spencer again. Spencer wow. again. Spencer knows how to buy cheap overseas-made crap. I was going to say, Spencer, are you the reason why we're going into global warming? Are you part of the problem? Yes. Buying all of these things. Oh, I'm not and- buying them. I'm just, I'm just still part of the problem somehow. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just, it's uh, my fault. Stay off of Timu. Don't buy stuff from over there because you don't know what you're getting. But if you are on an online website and see any of these cheap crappy made-in-China products called Escobars, uh, which are nicotine vapes. <laughs> Let me know. Those are illegal in the U.S. now, so I want some more, please. Hey, can Skynet play with my kids? <laughs> the all-father, Matt Odin, here for the parent pickup on the C.J. Morgan Show, talking about, I'm assuming, A.I., yeah, sort of. Uh, Skynet, we may, uh, uh, most people, I think, oh, probably Kids know. these days, they went from TI to AI to uh, who's next? Skynet becomes sentient. That's the whole thing behind the Terminator, Terminator. right? Uh, AI is out there. A lot of parents, I guess, concerned about it. There's a company or organization, I guess, called Common Sense. They're a nonprofit organization. Uh, so far, what they've done mainly is they try to... From let- the Pain Institute. I'm not sure what that means. Payne wrote Common Sense. A little history joke. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. Why? And, okay, okay. <laughs> Satire. I think if you'd said from the Thomas Payne Institute, I guess we so, understood. Yeah. But I couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> that's oh, how, okay. That, that's how, that's having, how half-ass history that was. That's how having so much dumbass history trivia knowledge goes. Uh, anyhow, I'm sorry, Matt. It's okay. Let me go back. Common Sense, they're a well-known uh, nonprofit. And basically what they do is they give kind of like parental guidance and ratings 
on pretty much anything like movies, TV shows, podcasts, apps, movies, books, all that kind of stuff. And they're not an in, in insane organization. And I probably should have just said insane because then that's going to sound very loaded. But, you know, sometimes there are these councils of parents that are like, yeah. if you let your kid read that book... They will become a they'll start uh, making out with the same gender, and you'll ruin your family. You and have oh, you yeah. have those groups that can go ultra Christian right wing, and then kind of ultra lefty too. That are kind of like yeah, anything on They're the fringe. Just really trying to give guidance to parents and say, "Hey, look, what do we think is an appropriate age range?" And even when I say that. I, I the reason I say that too is that I look at some stuff and I go, whoa! They're saying that that's okay for uh, like they're just like, hey, uh, thirteen and above should be okay for Discord. Well, sure, but there's also a lot of weird stuff you could find on Discord as well. They're just saying, hey, look, what's the kind of minimum age? But you still need to be a parent and look over your kids' shoulders and help them. Well, they're saying they're trying to figure out how to do the same thing for AI. They are having a little bit of trouble with it, though. They want to give some guidance and say, hey, look, if your kid wants to use chat GPT or maybe mid-journey to create photos. The problem is is that AI is developing so rapidly that they're like, we don't know exactly how How it works. We don't know how to put our stamp on this because... It's changing almost daily. Yeah. So unlike an app that's closed and you just say, okay, we've gone through it, we looked at it, and we say it's appropriate for this age. Like, ChatGPT is one thing today. It could be another thing tomorrow. Uh, So they do want to look after a lot of these things. Um, Some AI companies have already put guardrails in place. Some aren't. Uh, The concerns are things like this. Your kid starts using uh, a chatbot. And at a younger, impressionable age, it could very, it could be very conceivable that your your kid could confuse the line between Oof. is this my friend? That sounds scary. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, or or, or is it an AI? Right? Because yeah. most of us can, as you get a little older, can discern. But think <laughs> about how when you were younger, you projected almost feelings on like a stuffed animal or whatever. Well, right? I, I was remembering back. I don't know if CJ was around that age, but back when we had a AIM Instant Messenger, sure, there were chatbots you could talk to. That you could tell they were sort of fake, but you could still be like, hey, F you and all this stuff, and they'd have responses and things like that. That's kind of crazy. But at a really young age, it might make you feel like you're talking to someone. Well, and imagine if you're talking to someone and you're you're just talking for a year, and it's just a good friend. You laugh about things, and you say, oh, my God, did you see the whatever, whatever episode of Gilmore Girls, whatever you're doing, right? But it's not someone catfishing you. It's not even someone at all. Well, you could start to build a real trust in that. The worry is you could start saying things like, I'm really sad. The AI bot could suggest things like calling a national helpline or at but then you could or also as just, we've seen where well, they've had to pull eating disorder chatbots well, because here's where here's yeah. you're getting into the places that well, right yeah. go ahead we've seen AI let loose on Twitter that suddenly became racist of course because it was just right. learning well, from Twitter you and know? sometimes <laughs> you could conceivably pose a logic question to an AI about should I commit suicide based on a logic problem and even though the AI has been trained not to tell you yes you should harm yourself. Mm-hmm. AIs aren't judging things the no. same way a human does, and no. your AI that you've befriended could tell you, yes, logically speaking, the best option for you right now would be to harm Do yourself, and bad. we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen for anybody. So Yeah, there's a good example of someone programming an AI to try to beat like the first level of old school Mario game. 
it was having trouble determining a bunch of things. So logically, it was like, okay, I won't lose if I just pause the game. <laughs> so okay. I, I would hate That's for funny. it to have that sort of mindset, at least dealing with something like suicide. Like, yeah. hey, you know, life's sure. tough, don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just pause or well, quit. <laughs> um, I have a question. Yeah. You are a dad who, has ki- who have kids that are old That's enough one to be of the on the internet. Me, yeah, it's one of the things that makes me a dad. Yes. It, it's horrifying. <laughs> what would you rather, that your kids talk to an AI chatbot or your kids talk to strangers online? Because when I was growing up, we had something called Omegle. Right. Where well, you Omegle's chat still with, around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, if people, kids still use it these days. But which would you rather, like an AI or a, a random stranger? Well, I'll be honest. As a parent, I would kind of rather... Then neither. The I, would neither. Rather, I would rather yeah. reverse time and go back to a simpler thing. I stay very, very involved with my kids mm-hmm. and what they're involved in. One of the big things is that, for the most part, electronics in our house are only used in uh, in the living room and the dining room, which I don't know that that's going to do a huge amount of good for us, but it does make all of your interactions at least feel kind of public, you know what I mean, as a child. Sure. My daughter's getting older. She likes to go into her room. She likes to FaceTime friends. She, she likes, likes to have to, burner phones. She likes to have burner phones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it gets tougher and tougher. And I honestly, it's the same thing that I think most parents will, do, will tell you. You can't control your kids' behaviors. You just can't. Mm-hmm. What you can do is just try to keep as open of a, a, a lane of conversation as you can with Robin them. Robin Williams it and become the AI. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. just just do that. Was that Centennial Man? No, it's it's My uh, Centennial Man. Miss Doubtfire, just Miss Doubtfire, your kids. It's the CJ Morgan Show. What are we eating this weekend? I'm gonna give another place one last try. Oh, this is bad. You look fat as. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Considering it's a holiday weekend, I thought we'd talk about the places we plan to go eat and take some of your suggestions at 512-835-1015. I'm going to give a certain style of food. I'm not going to name the restaurant yet. Until I've had it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But someone told me that my family style, small bite stuff, I've just had bad luck. If you'll recall a couple weeks weeks ago, I was bitching about the family splitting kind of restaurants. I hate that. Where we had a $24 ceviche that had literally six small chips on it because it never works. You always end up with something that you really want, but then you have to share, and then you don't get the meal you wanted, and you never feel full, and it's very expensive. Uh, But a family friend uh, DM'd me and said, hey, let me take you to this place, and it'll change your mind about the whole family sharing. Three restaurants have been wrong. It's been bad. I canceled it. I said no more, but I'm excited that I'm going to give one more chance. So if you have suggestions and I bitch about something, I always promise to give it one more shot. So one it's, more. It's the same restaurant you're going back to? I'm sorry. No, it's a, a new, new one, okay, one okay. that he is going to change his mind about. Well, I was about. thinking those places claimed that what they were giving us was family style, but they, it wasn't. Or tapas not, not or something. Experience. It was more tapas-like, just small s- serving sizes. I mean, me it's called and, lying. Me and Spencer gave you a suggestion already. We, yes, we Olive said, Garden. No, Buca de, Buca de Beppo. Beppo. Buca de Beppo is the best if you're going to go with family style. You know what? Maybe I'll well, just, just do that. Look at their balls. Our, their meatballs. <laughs> you want pasta? We'll bring you out a big-ass cauldron of pasta, basically. Yes. That's what we need. Uh, also, <laughs> if you're looking to uh, go out and eat this weekend, uh, it's the 15th birthday 
for Hat Creek Burger Company, one of the best Ooh. burger places in Austin. Yum. Uh, shout out to Hat Creek. Shake that sack, Emily. Oh. Let me see what your mom made you. Sorry, yeah. I wanted to grab the sack first. He wanted to shake his shack. Shake, shake uh, his sack I'm getting the odor first. in my, my, my beard. Speaking of shakes, yeah, it's uh, Hat Creek's 15th birthday and uh, going on all weekend long. Hat Creek is uh, giving you a free nine-ounce shake with the purchase of any combo meal, uh, plus a lot of other goodies. So get by Hat Creek, support uh, a great burger place in Austin that I love. And thank you, Hat Creek, for sending us some burgers. So that's what I'm going to try this weekend. Uh, Going back to family style, last chance, Hat Creek, hell yeah, doing that again. Emily, I saw you're going to San Antonio, and you are actually going to do the place I've always wanted to do. Really? Yes. Well, I'm planning on doing... Close. Oh. But this one's meaner. Okay. So I plan on going to Dick's Last Resort yes. on the oh. San Antonio They're River mean Walk. to you. Yeah, I've heard they're mean to you. You got to take some, like, some to record some of that. Well, the funniest part is that uh, I will be in full anime cosplay. Oh, you're gonna showing be, up to you are Dick's gonna get Last Resort. So hooray! Uh, you're a target. I, I'm going to be a big target, um, and I'm excited to get roasted because you know I need somebody to be mean to me this weekend. That, Emily, that might will you it. will you try to record some stuff on your phone? I hope I, I hope they'll let me. Or they don't have to know. Just hit record on your phone. I don't know. They're going to be mean to me, though. What if they're like, uh-uh, we're going to take your phone. What do you have? An iPhone X? Ugh, someone's poor. Yeah, it should make fun of you for that. But just hit, <laughs> use use the little notes and record and see if you can get us some audio clips. Because okay, I've always wanted to go best. there. I'm too in, scared. In our day, uh, we owned Dick's Last Resort. I say we as in Landry's when I worked at Joe's Crab Shack. And that was always a thing as we wanted to go work there. Because be a buddy mean. moved to San Antonio and he started working at the Dick's. Man, but, that's got to be like the top two of wait staff like jobs. It is. Just so you can say what's on your mind. But <laughs> apparently it's not quite as fun and as easy going as you think it was. Oh. And uh, he didn't have a good time there because oh. he was a really nice guy. He was funny but a nice guy. So Emily's going to try Dick's Last Resort and hopefully uh, give us a really good report when you return. Or a really bad report. From the meanest restaurant around. And now it's time to play a little game that will pit the three of you against each other to win my favor. It's time for the feud. The fat guy feud. Let's play the feud. A fat guy feud. <laughs> I'm Steve Hardguy, your host <laughs> for Fat Guy Feud. Uh, I am your fat friend, and we're going to have a family feud style game. To determine who knows me, CJ, the best. Are y'all excited? Oh, I'm terrified. All right. All the answers are going to be about his dong. Uh, Oh, you're so right. Every answer is about my dong. All right, let's start (laughs) with the fat guy feud. Remember to buzz in with your name. All right. All right, I'm ready. Your very first question today on the feud, the fat guy feud. There are six on the board, by the way. Six okay. on the board. Uh, Category is. Here we go. Category is <laughs> CJ's favorite band. Spencer. Spencer, yes. Oh. The National. Uh, let's see if the National's on the board. Yes. National ah. up there at number two. So Spencer starting with nine points. Spencer, you are now on the board. Another one of CJ's favorite bands. Uh, Seager Rose or let's, whatever. Uh, Let's see if Cigarettes. Yes, Cigarettes with eight points. Oh, sorry. We're playing against each other. Boo! Yeah, well, thank you. But um, also F you. All right, Spencer, let's continue to take the board. 
Remember, once you get two wrong, you're out. Okay, let's see. What else does CJ like? Oh, you, you named the two sad bands he listens to. <laughs> I'm kind of out of guesses. Okay, so we got six. I want to uh, put the killers in there, but I could be wrong. Killers. They're oh, not the killers, yeah. which means oh, go you okay, got to be okay. careful. You get one more wrong. And remember, Emily and Matt, if you hear the buzzer one more time, Ring in with your name first for the chance to steal oh, Spencer's points. All right, how about CJ's favorite band? War on Drugs. So let's see the War on Drugs. Oh no! Oh man, uh, Matt. Matt, yes. Let's see for a steal. Future Islands. <laughs> Incorrect, Spencer. You get uh, nine and eight points for this round. Well done. Uh, That'd be seventeen points. Your next one. If you were to find an item. Washed in CJ's pant pockets. What would you find washed in washed in CJ's pant pockets? Spencer. Spencer, Spencer you buzzed in. Uh, Parmesan cheese packet. Parmesan. What? Let's see Parmesan cheese packet. No. What? Oh, Emily. Emily, what would you find washed? A vape. In, a vape. Uh, let's see vape. Yes. Yes. Two points. Emily is on the board. Yes. Now, Emily, here we go. What else would you find washed in CJ's pant pocket? AirPods? Let's or see. Or earphones? Let's something see. Something like that. Earpods? Oh, no. Wow. No. I'm shocked really? at that. Uh, yeah, I thought for sure that was going to be number one. I mean, I yeah. thought you've had Parmesan cheese pocket like packets in your pockets before. And they get eaten. <laughs> oh, they yeah. get you eaten. eat them that's before they go through the right. wash. Emily, point. you're still up. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to go with something else simple. Let's go with... Keys. Let's go with keys. Would they be washed in CJ's pant pockets? Matt, Matt with the chance to steal. I would go with, I know it's not going to be money because it's that's <laughs> never been in his pockets, but I will go with receipt. Receipt. Let's see receipt. No, Emily. Really? You get wow, the two points. I get two points. Uh, what are we num- missing? Number one. Gum. Oh, I, I thought about gum. I Your always, second favorite three-letter word. I always have <laughs> ruined pants. You always have ruined pants from uh, your three-letter word, yes. Nails or screws in my pockets ruining it. Sure. Money actually oh, does make it. you made the joke. Ooh. A Lego. Oh, a Lego. Wow. That's, or that's good, too. A pen or a marker. These are things that huh. ruin my You're a my lot more pants. responsible than I thought you would be because, you know, I was assuming AirPods, keys, things that are more practical. But. Surprisingly not, uh, but we'll be back with more of the Fat Guy Feud. It's time for the feud. Fat Guy Feud. Welcome to the feud. Fat Guy Feud. Oh, a couple more rounds here of the Fat Guy Feud. I'm really impressed with this whole... Is this a... A, like an uh, a app on it's the like internet, a, or did like you make this? It's impressive. I made a PowerPoint. That's wow. what I did. I just made yeah, a good job. Well, this I, is good. I used to host trivia games, and PowerPoint was sometimes the best way to make a visual okay. display. Anyhow, looks great. Uh, so far, finding out about who knows CJ the best is the person I thought would probably win is Spencer because we spent the most time together. He has right. 17 points. Emily has two. Matt oh. with zero. What are CJ's favorite sports teams? Spencer. Spencer. The Atlanta Braves. Let's see Atlanta Braves. Ranking my favorite sports teams, Atlanta Braves are in the number six slot. Spencer, you're playing the game now. What else? Whatever the Germany soccer team is called. Let's see Germany soccer team. 
Another eight points. German men's soccer. German. That's what it's called. <laughs> men's that's soccer. That's, that's what it's that's on simple. his thing. Yeah. It is. It's Demonschaft. Ah. Uh, Spencer, you're still playing. Let's keep getting some points. Hmm, I'm going to guess Austin FC. Austin FC. Oh, Not in the top. Ouch. They got to earn so. that spot. Ouch. <laughs> it's all right. You're still playing to clear the board, Spinny. You Let's got see. some more guesses. Let's see. How about the University of Texas Longhorns? Number two slot, oh. Longhorn football, nine points for Spinny. How much Spencer, we got left? You're just, you're you just wiping us three, three, three. clean. Three more slots to clear out. There's no way I'm going to get this. Now, these are teams. I'm not going to pick favorite your favorite. My favorite sports teams. What are the sports mm. are there? Dodgeball? <laughs> kickball? Uh, you Cowboys. Kiss Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Matt for uh-oh, the steal. Uh-oh, uh-oh. For the steal and the number one spot, I would like to see. Show me the Dallas Mavericks. Let's ah, see damn. Dallas Mavericks. Yes, 11 yeah. points. And the I knew steal. I should have paid attention during sports oh, segment. Oh, my goodness. That is a big one for Matt. Let's see oh, what else is no. on CJ's favorite sports teams. His fantasy team, number three. <laughs> Lame. And Bayern, Bayern Munich. Munich. Oh, oh okay. man. This is getting silly. Now we're in our last two. How many points Woo! did I end up with there? Uh, you got an 11, a 4, an 8, and a 9. Yes. So you got a lot. Matt currently yes. in the lead no. as we are wrapping no. up. The Fat Guy Feud. Two more rounds left. Let's start with this next one. <clears throat> what are things that make CJ mad? Spencer. Spencer. Oh, no. Spencer. What makes CJ mad? That's his answer, Spencer. It's not just his name. He's not ringing in. He's he's giving you an answer, Spencer. I got this. Name unnecessary crap CJ spends his money Emily. on. Emily. Legos. Do we have Legos? You have to put Legos in there. Yes. She, said, she said Legos, which is not a thing. Oh, okay. It, it doesn't matter. Emily, uh, uh, eight yes. points right away. Lego is on there. What else is some unnecessary crap CJ spends his money on? Oh, my gosh. This is hard because you do so much that I can't, I oh, can't you can just remember. just pick one of them. Well, pick one of them? Yeah. Concert tickets? Boy, that is no. not going to be on there. Tech and entertainment. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, will, I will count that. So yes. that's five points. Emily's still on the board. She has a good chance to clear it out if okay. she gets this one right. More things that you spend your money on. Dumb stuff. Not yeah. like rent or gas no. or car bill. Yeah, None of that dumb stuff. Things. Dumb things. Actually, those things all feel kind of dumb when you're spending the money on them. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> they really do. Uh, things for your pets. Things for your pets. Oh, um, okay. I would consider those necessary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very, very necessary. All right, let's go with, um, oh, man. Is there something for, like, not guns, but things things that you can projectile throw mm. at people or things <laughs> that you can, like... I, I guess. Like, Show she, me what Emily's thinking about. Okay. And yes, I, I consider that. Swords. I think that's cheating. I, well, well, to be fair, I didn't write out swords, weaponry, etc. Yeah. Right. Right. That, that is, th- that's that category. Okay. Yes. Um, Emily, you're still going. You've got oh, man. Video three games. more to clear out. Uh, show me video it's probably games. Probably not on there, is it? Spencer. Uh, Spencer, I heard you first. Oh, thank you. Uh, s- tools and stuff for the yard or a pool. The, the stuff, out, outdoors stuff. Number two, oh. Spencer with the steal and nine points. God, I really wanted to Spencer, get... Spencer, just because uh, this puts you in, in contention with Matt, we're going to let you keep going and see if you can get... 
You only have one more X, or Matt can then steal. So Wait, we'll what? get a super steal. Oh, okay, okay. Just making keep, up rules keep as guessing. Goes. Yeah. Keep guessing. How many are left on the board now? Two. 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 What else does CJ spend his money? Hmm. I'm not sure if this would still count the same. Uh, random hobby stuff. So paint supplies, mm, maybe. Matt. Home improvement. Oh, Seven no. more points. Spencer, right? Matt. Now, what is the top? Matt. What? It's still Spencer's turn. Matt. Spencer. The, Matt. He's got the. Spencer, what is Matt. the name of this contest? Matt. Uh, fat, f- fat guy feud. The fat guy feud. What is the top Matt. thing CJ spends <laughs> his money on? Jeez, food. Matt, it's food. Uh, show me food. <laughs> food and snacks. Spencer's our winner of the first ever fat guy feud. That seems unfair. Necessary. Yeah, you was- have to just been cheese. But it's unnecessary stuff. Food Can I snacks. also say Congrats. that you leaving uh, suits of armor off of this is I was, was idiotic. I was going to count any of that under swords. Swords, weaponry, medieval stuff. But there we go. Spinner wins the first Fat Guy Feud. It's our Feud. It. <laughs> the Fat Guy Feud. Yeah, he's a dude. Austin, Texas named nerdiest city in the U.S. Time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Big ass survey just found out that Austin is the nerdiest city in the United States. And guess what, nerds? This is the nerdiest report. But where are these nerds? What's nerdy? And what is the most popular fandoms for nerds? Man, you could I could have told you this. Well, Emily, as a fellow nerd. What is nerdy? Nerdy is Man, just, what kind of what kind of stuff are we into that's nerdy? I feel like we're into superheroes, we're into comic books. Comic, they have a lot of comic, comic books. books uh, Anime. Comic books is 15.2% of uh nerdy. I guess uh Wait, Cosplay wait. and anime co- consist of 165 and 14.5%. So 30% is cosplay and anime alone. Not to just tag those together, but they yeah. often are. Now, are we Definitely. talking about our country or just Austin, Texas? We're talking here? about, according to the survey, all over the world, the United States, whatever the F, uh, what is considered oh, okay. nerdy, these sort of things. Anime, comic books, and cosplay take up a large uh, percentage of the pie at about 45%. Uh, trading cards is another 15%. Ooh, that's a good one. Those uh, are the lame nerds, though, right? No, <laughs> also, Pokemon, come on. It also uh, <laughs> includes things like people who are just really into tech, people who are into computers, gaming, yeah. board games, uh, very Dude. small down the pie, cartoons uh, and YouTube, only 5% and 2%. I'm annoyed that they included sports nerds on here. Y'all don't get to hang out with us, okay? Your jocks... Go back to where you want to hang out. Go yeah. back to your own. I'm kidding. Oh, Obviously, um, I think sports nerds are the some of the biggest nerds that follow the stats. that do fantasy football, but they don't. And then they, they pretend like they're not. They're like that, oh, sports is acceptable in be, society. It's cool. That wouldn't be what you considered the uh, the stereotypical cliche nerd is someone who's into sports. No. It's a lot more along uh, these things. And where are the nerds at? On the internet? Where? As a matter of fact, they're mostly on the internet. That's where uh, people ranked their nerddom uh, and where they play. Yeah, CG. Mostly on the internet. The number one is Twitch. Yeah, it looks like a... Yeah, that tw- would make sense. 20% of the people in the country that identify as nerd, it's it's mostly internet geek, yeah. E-nerds. So. Twitch overwhelmingly uh, followed Twitter? by... 
Reddit actually is the number oh, two. Oh, that would make sense. That would uh, that makes so much sense. Yes, yeah. I, I feel like those are the nerds that are angry, bitter, and have to bitch about yes. everything. That's, Plus, there's so many different avenues for nerddom. There, you can have your sports nerds there. You can have your tech nerds there. There's a different form for all nerds on Reddit. Uh, those two take up 40 and 39 percent of where people surveyed in this poll are known as nerds. Uh, YouTube only 7.9%. LinkedIn, okay, who goes, yeah, you're a nerd yeah. if you're on LinkedIn, not in the cool nerd way. Uh, TikTok, 4%. <laughs> Twitter, only 2.7%. Twitter or X is just for angry people. That's true. That uh, aren't as clever as the people on Reddit. Do you think Elon Musk is a nerd? Kind of, nerd. yeah, but I He's mean, more it's... more of a geek or a dork He type, really likes yeah. anime. He always yeah. talks about anime, which, is, I mean, he, he named his kids something weird. I mean, and yeah, he had a kid with right? Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, he is. I think the the Twitter percentage should be a little bit higher. Fascinated with the letter X, like he's someone from the '90s. Awesome, like sports, like oh, Doritos, awesome X, like you know, one of those extreme eras. Maybe he should be listening to 101 X. CJ, you want to know what the uh, nerdiest profession was? What is the nerdiest profession? Law. So lawyers, 85 percent people uh, working in law thought that they were nerds. Uh, The second nerdiest industry was marketing and media. That's us. 80%. Sure. And the third, public services and administration was 78% identified as nerds. nerds. You'd be surprised. Uh, But 30% of those working in IT didn't consider themselves nerdy. So 70% at fourth place is IT. They're the OG nerds because (laughs) now it's cool cool. to be a nerd, which by logic does (laughs) not make you a nerd. Uh, The top fandoms nationally, uh, congrats, Emily. Harry Potter's number one. Why did you congratulate me? Because uh, you know, I look like somebody who would like Harry Potter. You're literally wearing Harry Potter glasses. Okay, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I do love Harry why. Potter. I, I used to love Harry Potter, all right? Didn't we all? Uh, Harry Potter's uh. number one, followed by Marvel anime, then Star Wars, then Lord of the Rings, wow. then so, Game of Thrones, then Star Trek. So you have all four of mine right in the middle. So anime beat out Star Wars. It did. Yes. Uh, and uh, the Finally. last two... Would be Minecraft and then DC Comics, but yeah, anime is uh, the third most nerddom I'm out there. I'm so, so proud Emily, of us. Congrats. We did it, yo. I, we did I will it. be seeing all of you this weekend in San Antonio at an anime convention. Yeah, actually, it's manga, Emily. That's different, it's, CJ. It's, it's, no, it's it's not. Um, actually, I'm on Reddit and I'm telling you it's manga. He may not be the first wannabe comedian in Austin, but he is the finest. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Bad Omens playing Stubbs Saturday. That show's been sold out for quite a while. Don't worry, we got tickets if you want to see Bad Omens. If you've liked the song we've been playing on 101X, you can see him do it live. Details on that coming up shortly. Probably a little giveaway, so keep your phone handy in the number 835-1015. Also, keep your phone handy if you're a washer-dryer repair person because Emily just might need you or Uh, are they done uh, is it gone well you'll have to find out but let's just say my entire apartment is falling apart and it's a mess why is it falling apart that sucks well because here's the thing you Um, just signed a new lease i just signed a new lease. you just moved into this place like a year ago i've been here for a year and there's just chaos everywhere that i can look uh, I texted you a picture earlier today and said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't go. Yeah, we were going to try to have lunch. Yeah, we can't go have a group lunch because my AC unit is literally falling out of the sky as we speak. I don't know what happened, um, but I decided to... It's just plunked right through your roof. It's just it's just falling through my roof. And to make matters worse... 
the last two nights I've been staying up late working on a project and it has been so distracting because a cricket has been trapped in one of my air vents for the past three nights. And uh, Emily, we actually have the guest in studio now to rebuttal the counterpoint, Emily's cricket. Oh, good, good counterpoint. The cricket says you've been uh, disturbing the cricket from trying to mate. No. <laughs> yeah, why are you getting up in, why are you, why are you, crick, Stop why are you crick blocking? Stop trying to mate in my house. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear it anymore. And it's been the most obnoxious thing. Every night I've been laying in bed and just hearing the cricket. Can't sleep because of a cricket. AC on. collapses. And now what's happening to your washer and dryer? Because I'm going through a, I feel like I'm going to go through this in a week. Oh. I have... Are you? They're about to die. Oh, mine aren't uh, about to die. They're actually being put to death. We got an an email from our apartments saying that they are completely removing our washer and dryer until permanently. (laughs) So I will not own a washer and dryer for the next six months of my lease. They're not replacing them? Nope. Nope. I guess um, the building is too old. Uh, the city says that all of the units are out of code and are not allowed to have washer dry units in it. So you can't have something that's running off at 240. So they are completely taking all of our washer dryers out of every single apartment. Dude, this is worse than that's it breaking down. Bad. So what the hell are you... Isn't that one of the perks of, of living in certain units? Yes. Is that oh, you, don't have to, money. you don't have to go to a laundromat? Yeah. Yep, yep, and uh, there I pay extra money to have this specific unit because I got this unit because I, I lived without a laundry in unit for two so years. So is this a breach of contract? Do you get a refund? What it's like what are they doing not. for I'm you? I'm sure it's in the lease, so they of can course. screw you over however they want, whenever yep. they want, yep. and kick you out for whatever reason they want to. So the two options they gave. I know who would want to kick Emily out. <laughs> Oh my God! Little Jiminy Cricket there. The Cricket is who who probably snitched on me and told them that I have a washer dryer unit in my apartment that they need to take (laughs) out. Um, But basically, the two options are either I'm allowed to move out right now without any fees, or um, they give me fifty dollars a month, and that's it. Okay, fifty dollars, and I live with a roommate. Well. Thank God they're at least doing something. I don't know. This is maybe just me trying to look on the bright side. At least they're doing something. But kinda. $50? $50? Can you say what how much more I extra was, you pay a month well, just to have this unit? What if it's, I was a family that did laundry every single week? You know, because there are families that live at this apartment complex. $50 is not going to cover no, the going cost to of going to a laundry mat, mat and the for time. a family. Ooh, what if it's not 50 for each apartment, though, and they just sort of screwed you because they're like, ah, she'll be fine. She's young. Oh, I hope not. Well, <laughs> oh, I hope not. Sorry, not to put a bad idea in your Emily, head. Emily, fear not where a washing machine oh. lid slams closed, a dryer door opens <laughs> up, uh, you can use mine. You can come over to my house and good. wash your clothes. Okay, good. Wait, are you serious about this? Because yes, but, oh. you know, to compensate me for water and electricity and soap, mm-hmm. uh, you, maybe that's a you know, help, help fold my clothes. I will have to Babe. do laundry for you. Yes. 
That yeah, sounds like a terrible deal. You're, she is a bitch, isn't she? I agree, Cricket. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. I'm going to unleash. Noah. When I find this Cricket, I'm going to come over and I'm going to claim that I'm going to borrow your washer and dryer and I'm going to stick the Cricket in your in washer it. and dryer just so that you can understand how harsh it has been these last couple of days knowing that my apartment is falling apart. Well, that's my offer now. It'll get worse. As time, so either accept it because two months from now, when you're having to unhaul all your crap to and fro a laundry mat, yeah, and wait forever and pump quarters into a broken machine, you're gonna say, "Man, I should have taken CJ up on his offer." Oh man, but I didn't. The laundromat's a once in a lifetime experience. Everyone should have though. Once in a lifetime, and that's it. And I've had it for two years, and then I moved to this apartment so that I would never have to have that once in a lifetime experience. A little nostalgic for it. Absolutely not. My laundry <laughs> mat was pretty either. great because there were all these abuelitas in there, and the, uh, there was always uh, Vicente had like these soap operas, and so it was like him singing, nice. and then also like uh, he was a cowboy in gunfights. So you just had these like old Spanish westerns, and I, I kind of like the vibe. It was nice, hmm. but it's just a pain in the ass to do loads of laundry and yeah. I mean, you know you're one person so you're probably not going through as much you don't have you have a cat you don't have dogs or or no. anything so it, it's still a bummer and it sucks that your apartment's only taken off 50 do does the complex itself have a laundry mat um they do never had to use it and now that every single person is yeah. going to have to use it that sounds like a nightmare that's yep. not the vibe what i like to do is put a load of laundry in it's in my closet i can hear it thumping thumping like here i got a sound effect oh so, God. so thumping like that and then i take a nap and I sleep to the sweet, sweet sounds of thumping laundry. Well, no more. You're going to sleep to the sweet sounds of thumping crickets. No. That sucks, Emily. I'm sorry. Rain is on the way, kind of, sort of. Uh, let's look at the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to local news. So starting with the ugly, it was a miserable summer. As a matter of fact, we just got through the hottest and driest on record in 113 years. Oh, Damn. my God. And a lot of people are talking about, well, you know, uh, El Nino. El Nino might change it up in September, but that's uh, not going to be the case. As a matter of fact, we're going to have another hot and dry September. But you can expect rain. Emily, Spencer, get ready for... December through February. Yay! Uh, Starting in December. That's when we're going to get the moisture, uh, possibly from El Nino. Which then means that it's going to... and ice. So that's going to team up with the weird coldness that we've also been having. Oh, my Uh, gosh. There is some Pacific decadal oscillation that could counterbalance that. So it might just be really dry. Uh, Either way, September is going to kind of stay the course for where we've been so far. And I hope you're cooling off. But I hope you're not cooling off... In the lake, uh, unfortunately, a person has died after an amoebic infection swimming in uh, uh, Lake LBJ. It's not good. Which is up further north oh. on the uh, the chain of the, the Colorado River lakes. Um, the, that's the brain infection, I do believe. Yeah, so, I was about to say, is this the brain infection I, I think so. Case. So what it means is the, the water is low 
It's not getting, it's hot. It's getting a lot of these different amoebas and and just bacterial growth and all kinds of crap in it. So be extra careful if you're going swimming because everything from toxic algae that hurts your dogs to these amoebas are, are sitting in this stagnant water, essentially. Can I ask a stupid question? No questions are stupid. How do you how how do you be careful in situations? That like was this? a stupid question. You don't <laughs> swim. No. Uh, you know that's the thing is is you can't like test anything immediately. Should right? it be on like the the Colorado River Authority um, or the LCRA, the lower color? Should it be on them to? test and tell you when you can't swim for the most part they'll close off swimming ho- holes or they'll close off areas i would just say you know avoid springs avoid lakes if you can especially if it's if it's low and stagnant but you yeah. don't know L- lake lbj is like i said it's at the top it's usually one of all the lakes you know because what they do in is they open different floodgates and dams to let water down through the Colorado. Yeah. And that one's kind of in the upper middle of, of the system. So if it's bad there, you can only imagine how bad it is as, as it trickles down into Lake Travis, Lady Bird Lakes, Lake Austin, so on and so forth. I guess my only tip, and I don't know if this could have helped with what happened with uh, this person that unfortunately passed away, but um, at least when I go to the beach or I do any other sort of swimming, Take a shower almost immediately afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, I again, I don't know if this would, that would have helped with this case in particular, but anytime that you're in a public uh, form of water, don't let that sit. Even if it's chlorine, yeah. don't let that sit on your body yeah, you for that long. Those, Go take those. a shower and, you know, maybe in, in terms of, like, rashes and infections on your skin. And I got some uh, tips right help. here. Oh, good. Uh, limit water going up your nose. Hold your nose shut. Uh, use clips to keep your head above water. Um, use clips on your nose or keep your head above water when you're swimming in warm, fresh water. Avoid uh, high water temperature and low water levels. Mm-hmm. And avoid uh, digging, stirring up sediment, and sludging around uh, when you're in, in shallow, warm, fresh water areas. So it's uh, it's tragic. And, and again, not just humans, your pets as well. All, all the uh, the areas, the creeks where people love to take their dogs to go swim and stuff. Uh, try to avoid them and try to be extra, extra cautious. Uh, the last part of local news, that's some, uh, some good news. A federal judge temporarily blocks the Texas drag performance law from taking effect. Basically, a Texas law was put forth that would criminalize having a drag show. Uh, Absurd. It's, it, it's, uh, it's blocked right now. It's, it's under legal challenge. And they're going to do another two-day hearing over a lawsuit that was brought forth by five plaintiffs, including uh, Bridget Bandit, yes. who we've been seeing on uh, on the news and yeah. on the internet. And yeah, Bridget. My, one of my friends, too. Oh, <laughs> Bridget really? Bandit. Yeah, I've, I've interviewed them before. Uh, they've come in and talked to us here, actually sitting in your seat, Spencer. Wow. Super, super great performer, super great person. Um, and just has been like a leading advocate in all of this. And also just a quick shout out to ACLU Texas, too, who is also uh, helping with everything and all of the other different pride um, and uh, LGBTQ plus communities that have allowed this to happen. Now, it's yeah, not it's it's one of those many misguided protect, save the children things, because SB 12, which uh, Greg Abbott signed June 18th. Um, after you know, Republican lawmakers pushed it through. They're they're considering a drag performance, a sexually oriented performance. That's ridiculous. And 
I wouldn't say it's that. There, anyone, can there be? Yes. Yes. Can burlesque be that way? Can there be drag burlesque? It yeah, can but be, but it's, it's like you're, it's more sexual on the beach when people are ex- like having parts of their body exposed, and we don't consider that something bizarre and like sexual. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's stupid. Is it's, what I'm saying. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's dumb. every single day, and this is sort of kind of roughly quoting RuPaul. Every day, what do you wake up and do? You put on clothes. What are clothes? It's just a different form of drag. Every single day, you choose how you're going to represent yourself that day by picking out your clothes, putting on your makeup, whatever. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter what's underneath your pants. If that's how you want to represent yourself as a human being, you should have the right to do that. So, And if that's in front of people, then okay, that's fine. Kids should be allowed to know that they can represent themselves. Did you know? Did you know that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the author of Sherlock Holmes, uh, tried to enlist in the Great War? He was 55 years old, and he said, I might be 55, but I'm strong and hearty and can make my voice audible at great distances. Welcome to Did You Know on the C.J. Morgan Show, where we learn you some fun facts. Just like that, and started with Did You Know. I like this idea. I like a theatrical man screaming at you, back, vile beast! From across the trenches. Have y'all ever had dreams where you wake up and there's like a monster and you start, sc- you try to scream at it in your dream, but your voice won't work? I, mm. I have And then it. you wake up yeah. yelling? No. It's no. never happened. That happens to me. Used to no. happen all the time. I don't wake up making noises. Wake up. Uh, give us a did you know, Emily. What do you know? Did you know? You might actually know this, Mr. History Buff, but did you know that diarrhea was the leading cause of death. CJ, you might know about poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Among soldiers in the American Civil War. There you go. Poop in history. Um, And the soldiers actually had a code of honor against shooting at somebody who was doing the do. In In the... Yeah, using it. Because the water, the food, all that stuff they drink. Yeah, but I think it's just impressive that the, during an entire war, the one thing that we can agree on is don't disturb somebody when going they're, to the they're going to the bathroom. The disease is the top killer of any army. Yeah, it it's uh, scary times. Um, but all I can think about is how it long it takes my boyfriend to go to the bathroom and how we also have a civil code of contact con. That you that don't knock on the door. We when both don't disturb one another whenever yes. things are happening because yes. then it just it resets the process. And then it's like, all yeah. right, sorry, we yeah. have to leave 30 minutes later now because you knocked on the door. You, you flipped on the light switch. You messed my entire system up. You play music and have the shower on. You pretend you're showering. Don't even tell them you're going to the bathroom. That's what I've done. Emily. Do you know uh, around the Civil War there was another popular thing that united people called America's pastime? Are you familiar with um, baseball? Oh, I was not familiar with baseball. The sport of baseball. No. Well, what <laughs> would not. happen if you were sliding into ter- third? <laughs> God damn it, I ruined it. Yeah. Anyway. Sliding uh, I was waiting third. all that time for her to t- yeah, well. tell the story just to make some diarrhea. <laughs> Uh, okay, Matt, what do you know? Uh, <laughs> did you know that I do not know how to pronounce French words, but I'm going to give it a try for this next. Did you know the pien forte et dure? Pien forte et dure. Is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Deodorant, <laughs> which would be a French pronunciation of deodorant. Uh, the pien forte et dure 
was a type of torture used in common law legal system. If a person didn't, if wanted to remain silent while they were being questioned, uh, they would lie them down on the ground, and then they would add consecutively uh, heavier and heavier weights to their chest until one of two things happened. Either they, they entered did. a plea... Or yep. they were crushed and they died. Yeah, medieval torture oh, used to be pretty wicked. This was, was legal until 1772. Ooh. You could just crush somebody because <laughs> they didn't want to talk. Uh, most confessions submitted under duress aren't legal anymore, but there's still a lot of cases in the United States where people, uh, n- not necessarily torture, but they would essentially interrogate you at all hours, wake you up in the middle of the night so you, would, you wouldn't you would have sleep, uh, you wouldn't, and they'd just say, sign this. You mean like when you text me at night going, hey, Matt, do you still like me? Eventually, you're going to say yes. One of these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, me. Did you know English musician Brian Eno wrote the Windows 95 startup sound? He yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Brian oh, Eno's really? done a lot of yeah. that stuff. And guess what? He wrote it on a Macintosh computer. <laughs> 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 it's funny. I think of like Mark Mothersbaum and Brian Eno just because they've done scores to music and all this stuff, but you forget they were in some pretty weird 80s bands. Mothersbaum was in, I think, Devo. He was and in Devo. Brian Eno was, was he Roxy Music? Roxy Music. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where he won a uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What, a, what uh, a way to kind of go from not necessarily one hit wonder 80s, very bizarre pop bands to being like background legendary. Did you know? When exactly is midlife? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Bearden's having that crisis as we speak. It's Weird or Wired on the C.J. Morgan Show. I'm not having that crisis. It's funny because people will talk about... You've already had it when you were 15. When people will talk about midlife crises or whatever, and they're always like, yeah, I turned 45 and I had a midlife crisis, and I'm like... Are you really, you think, 90? You're going to get to 90? You're going to get that far? That's yeah. midlife? When do you guys think yeah. it's midlife? I think I already passed mine. Yeah. Um, right now, th- I'm 25. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen That's in 25 To me, years. I've always just gone by the century mark. 50 is midlife. Okay. Even when I was younger, I know that's... Well, how does this sound? 500 as midlife. 500, 500 years old? 500 years old. No Scientists thanks. are looking at aging, and they're saying, look, uh, aging is baked into our genes, mm. but there's no real reason for we it. We can Moses this stuff. It's crazy for them to say stuff like there's no real reason for it. So there's a rat. You guys know what rats are. Rats live to be about four years old, and then they're out of here, right? But there's something called the naked mole rat, which is not something that slides into your DMs, though it sounds <laughs> like it. But the naked mole rat lives to be about... 35 years old, even though genetically it's almost the same as a regular rat, except... It stays out of the sun. Well, it has different (laughs) code inside of its mitochondrial DNA, which has it age separately. Uh, Something like a bowhead whale, gigantic whale, has nothing to do with your size, but the bowhead whale, pretty much average age... 200 is what they reach. So we could do the Wants Ponce de Leon over here with the Fountain of Youth. Well, so we just got to, we need a little more DNA. There are lots of scientists looking at it. Some scientists are looking at like, hey, is there a medicine we could take? Like, hey, you get pneumonia, you take penicillin, the pneumonia goes away, you're fine. They're saying, hey, can we take a medicine for our aging? There are some medicines already uh, that 
they give people, a lot of people who are recovering from cancer or actually even more, uh, in more cases, um, uh, organ transplants. And they're saying, hey, that shows the potential to maybe increase our life by four to six to maybe even 10 years. But that lane of science seems to be limited. What there are other people doing is looking down at the cellular level, how we age. And they're saying, look, we think the potential for us to live a thousand years is not only uh, possible, we think it would be really easy if we could learn how to turn off the, the aging gene. Easy. But here's the crazy thing. Another guy is saying, hey, the millennium, a millennium, which is a thousand years, that seems really easy. What he says, he sees is, oh, I think the potential 20,000 20, years. But people should live for 20,000 years. No. If we were to become spacefaring people, sure, why not? But to me, I've thought of this a lot before. To me, this is the on par with maybe AI, if not more, as the most dangerous thing to society yeah. as it exists. Because I don't want then, a 300-year-old senator... Well, you yeah, more than we God. have an eighty-year-old one. Yeah, you know? you're, like, you're confusing yourself. You're thinking of currently how people age. The thing is, is that the new five hundred is that you would have the body of like a twenty-five to thirty-year-old. Sure, so, 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 so cells are it not would take some generations. But the, what I mean by this is, it would be a thing that only wealthy elite would essentially have at first. And then it leads to a lot more essentially tampering with what other people in society can do. We already have problems with overpopulation as well. And people people dying off is supposed to happen. We're supposed we're already at the problem the, to the where we're cycle of how, life. How we're looking at all the negatives. How's the mind? Uh, yes, because I mean, we're we're uh we're parasites on this earth. You're thinking too deeply. Here's all I'm thinking. Um we're gonna need to rethink Marriage and relationships. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, man. man we're going to yeah. have to work way longer to, until we get to retire. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> just... Happily ever after, for if I've got to do 50 years, I can probably make that. But Actually, but happily ever after, yeah. same person, oh, 500 years. Oh, I guess my well, question, too, is when do, does the cells stop aging? Because does that mean that... I'm going to have to go through and have a child and deal with the terrible twos for like five years? Am I going to have a toddler for like five years? That, that sounds like hell. That sounds terrible. They're going to be like a kid age until they're 18 and then oh they're my finally God. out of diapers. Spencer, oh my God. Spencer no. just changed my mind about this. Again, I think it's a positive if we're a space traveling people, but uh, Spencer just said about retirement, if we could live to a thousand, we might actually be able to afford to retire working in radio. I'd so also like to point yeah. out, well <laughs> technically speaking, you are a space-traveling person. Because the Earth moves yeah, through space. Yeah, you're traveling through space already. Anyway, uh, just a heads up, uh, there are people working on it. Um, they also cool. said we're not going to, none of us, none of us will see this in our lifetime. Hey, yeah, so uh, great news, uh, Gen Z. You know that old middle management guy in your office that does nothing but he's been there forever and no yeah. one else in the building gets uh, promoted now he gets to stay there, there for a thousand yeah, years great job 10 things we hated when we were younger but we love as adults how are we supposed to make money on the internet the internet that thing's still around computer load up celery man please yes Bye. 
It's Clickbait Corner, clicking through the things on the internet so you don't have to. This coming from the Clickbait Queen, BuzzFeed. Ah, I love my good old BuzzFeed. Uh, Some of the dumb things that when we were younger we hated, but now we think it's fine. Let's start with uh, number 10, yard work. Yard work. I always loved yard work. I knew that I you like yard work. You put this on here for you for sure because I don't like yard work, but I never had to do yard work. When I was younger, it made me feel like an adult, and when I'm older, it just makes me feel like, oh, this is my domain. I am proud of <laughs> what I've done here to, to finish it. Uh, but yeah, most kids probably hate it if their dad makes them do yard work. Uh, number nine, people thinking you are younger than you actually are, or even carding you. Yeah, when you're when you're older, feels good to feel like you're younger. But I've when you're started, young, it's like I'm actually 16 and a half, right? And I've started getting to the point where you're old now, almost. People don't card me as often as they used to, and it's Aww. been making me sad because I'm like, I'm only 25. I wear sunscreen every day. I don't have wrinkles, not yet, really, sort of. Uh, what about number eight? Family dinners. I love as a family kid, you dinners. Hated them. No, I, I was an only child, so I always liked them, mainly because my dad still watched TV during dinner, despite my mom not liking it. So that was a time that I got to watch TV. I would say I like him in the in the sense I don't have to make dinner. But <laughs> yeah. Someone else is Yeah, doing when your it. parents are yeah. now making dinner. Uh, what about grocery shopping? As a kid, it was long and boring, and maybe you got a toy at the end. As an adult... At least when I first moved to college, grocery shopping was cool. Yeah, it was fun to go with your friends. Nowadays, I don't have time, but it's fun again because since I pay for everything online, it's like online shopping. So it feeds my online shopping addiction, but then I'm getting groceries. So you're actually taking care of business. I am. Look at you being responsible. Uh, Number six on the 10 things people hate when they're kids but love when they're adults, going to sleep early and taking naps. Yeah, when you were little, don't make me take a nap. Nope. Now I I crave naps. I wish I could nap. I I wish I could nap too. And um, I will say now that I don't do the morning show anymore, I don't like going to sleep early because (laughs) I don't have to do that ever again. And it feels nice. You know what we could uh, agree with our child selves on is Hmm. uh, waking up sucks. Waking up does suck. Yeah. Oh, do it you is. just want to sleep forever? Is that where you're going with this? I just, waking up sucks. Yeah. I hate getting up early. Yeah. Uh, my little sister loved waking up early. Why? The demon spawn, that's why. Number five, eating leftovers, eating veggies, even Brussels sprouts. Maybe on the mushrooms too, maybe on the that vein, like you start to like different foods as you get older. Yeah. I also receptive to them. I realize, realize it can be good. Did you realize uh, when you grew up, like, are you a picky food person? Not really. Were my, you when you were a kid? My sister was, the demon spawn, but not ah. me. She was the type that if we went to a Chinese food restaurant, she'd have to have chicken nuggets. Or oh. if we went to Italian chicken nuggets. Like, it was, you know. Yeah. I grew up thinking that I was a picky child, um, and it wasn't until I moved out of the house that I realized. Your parents oh, can't cook. I wasn't picky. My mom is picky, and she didn't like certain things, so, so only... she never okay. had those things. Turns out, I love tomatoes. Who would have thought? Number four, did you hate taking baths as a kid? I love taking baths. As a kid? I was a weird kid. I used to bring my Barbies into the bath, if and I would take baths with my if Barbies. If you could play with toys, it was yes. fun. Because same, you know, I had little boats and stuff, so it wasn't bad. As an adult, hell yeah, I'll take a bath. I'm in oh, pain. Oh, it's so relaxing. I'll do it. Number three, <laughs> uh, getting practical gifts like a sock. Yeah. Socks, underwear, yeah. something like a vacuum cleaner, sheets, Ooh. pillowcases. 
the kid that sucked is an adult. It's nice. Spencer over here, he doesn't even have pillowcases or sheets. He sleeps in a bear cave because he he went feral at a young age. <laughs> I have no, ref- I have no refute. I, yeah, I, I, why are you laughing at him? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at your lifestyle. Uh, number two, uh, being at home and having nothing to do. The BuzzFeed oh. article says, as a as an adult, sometimes we like and enjoy being home. I would die for a day where I had nothing to do. That would, would be awesome. I mean, would I would like die very for much. a day. Kids, yes. not so much. It gets boring fast. Like rainy days, you yeah. run out of crap really quick. I remember messaging, like instant messaging my friends and being like, WID, not much, just bored. Bored, and I, I'm I bored. can't imagine the feeling of being bored anymore. As a kid, on the uh, final of this clickbait, 10 things we hated, but now we love water. <laughs> like drinking, drinking water? water. I just got some early when I walked in here. Oh, it feels man. great. You're just like, ugh, I'm quenched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby, lubricate my joints. Mm. But as a kid, it was a pain in the ass. It was hard to get <laughs> me or my sister. Anyway, you know, you go yeah. to a restaurant, you want a Coke. You want something to drink, especially if dad's getting a tea. Well, why can't I have a Coke? Why can't I? Why, why do I have to I have, have water? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, water changes you. And there you go. That's the clickbait. You don't have to click it. We clicked it for you. What fictional character do you think is most like CJ? Emily, that was a question we did earlier today when we were playing Family Feud. Well, I called it Fat Guy Feud. Yeah. Fat Guy Feud. Uh, where all of you played and answered dumb CJ-related questions, Family Feud style. Whoever had the top answer would get a play, and whoever scored the most points turns out to be my true friend. Um, But one of the rounds we ended up not doing was what fictional character most resembles CJ? Yes. Internally and how you are as a person. The three of you, Matt, Spencer, Emily, y'all only got one correct. Matt guessed Bart Simpson. He guessed Bart Simpson. That was the number two ranked one. The rest of them y'all didn't get, and I guess y'all just haven't watched the shows or I, I don't these watch things. I don't know. I'm very picky when it comes to TV, so that's why I hadn't seen anybody. But I did. I did say BoJack. I've never seen BoJack, but I feel like that Bojack, wasn't on the list. But that could be there. Okay, good. I've never seen um, it, but just from what I've heard, I feel like you could be BoJack. This is one of the. This was what was ranked number one on fictional characters like CJ was Randy Marsh from South Park, and I just want to play you this clip because. I want to see if you you kind of get the vibe of this. It's Guitar Hero. Stan and Kyle are really good at it. Well, you kids want to see something really cool? Check this out. Once I rose above the noise and confusion. Oh, my God. Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion. Oh, I was soaring yeah. never higher. Yeah. Yeah. But I flew too high. This one clip has convinced me. Oh, my Dad, Dad. What are you doing? See, uh, yeah, that's oh uh, that's that God. is the one where every time he does something on that show, my fiance looks at me and is like, "That's that you." Is you. <laughs> uh, another one uh, from the show Shit's Creek was the mayor Roland Shit, um, and he has Rolandisms, which are to make it known of his position, to give unsolicited advice, and crass and uncouth behavior. And uh, he was played by Chris Elliott. You're the uh, mayor we're supposed to meet. That's right, I'm the mayor. So if you're looking for a nasty kiss, it's mine. Roland, sure, I'll come in, but just for a second. I'm the guy in charge of upholding the law around here, so if you have any ideas about turning me in, you'd just be turning me into myself. 
And what uh, my fiance said is he's kind of a lovable goofball that tries to he he tries to be cool. In, his, no, his heart's no. in the right place, <laughs> but he ends up just kind of being annoying and, and in the way it all out. sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I can see it, but that one was the last ranked on the list. I'm just that surprised. One's a stretch. I'm surprised y'all haven't watched that show. It's great, but maybe Emily, it's more when you're in your 30s and and really getting into cottage core. My uh, parents really like the show, so maybe They're, I'll give it a try okay. in a couple of years. Uh, I think this was number three on my list of fictional characters that make you think of CJ. And maybe this is just kind of where some of my voices and humor growing up watching him on SNL and watching his movies. Uh, but I feel like even the captain. Ethos is a little bit Anchorman. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. I'm an Anchorman. You are not a man. You are a big fat joke. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science. Yeah, I, I really feel like that's a little bit of my. Uh, Character and, it and fictional CJ there. It is. The only difference is anytime that you would say something like that to me, then afterwards you'd go, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, Emily, I don't I'm actually just kidding. Think that I, way. I'm just kidding, Emily. That's but, not what I meant. But more just kind of the anchor. Oh, just, yeah. or, or Will Ferrell in general um, with a lot of his mustache. characters. If you, didn't, if you didn't have your mustache now, then I would say no. But because I watched that clip and then also looked at you at the same time and saw the mustaches moving simultaneously, dancing together. Makes sense. It's science. Also, uh, if you want to watch that, we got it up on YouTube, 101x.com slash CJ, if you want to see the feud. Fat guy feud. Uh, Spencer won that. Congrats, Spence. He's in the other room, but he's a Doing champion. Work, I think he won, guess. right? Did, did, was he, I even keeping score? You weren't really, but it was clear that Spencer won. He deserves it. He's okay? your best he's my mm-hmm. Guinness World Records America. Uh, yes, hello. My name is Randy Marsh, and I believe I took the world's biggest crap. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.